Hey, gentlemen, welcome everybody to the exciting new podcast here with uh, I'm the Boss King, Chase Carter, along with Tyson the Butcher. And we're here to talk about today on today's podcast about what's all wrong with the sport of wrestling in today's world. And Tyson, I want to go ahead and let you give your thoughts on what's wrong with wrestling nowadays. Well, nowadays, I think the big problem with WWE in general is they don't have any competition. It's like uh, Scott Steiner, one of my favorites, said in an interview and said that, uh, okay, Vince killed WCW and ECW. Um, he said, you know, that's bad for business uh, because, you know, your product is only as good as your competition. You know, um, what do you have to fight for when you have no competition? The biggest competition that WWE has is New Japan, and they're about to feel that really, really, really soon and really quick here for long, because uh, from what I understand, New Japan's about to hit our shores. Uh, I heard that New Japan, they, I, I've not heard any bad reports about New Japan, about how the, how the wrestlers are treated. I, I've not heard any bad reports at all. Um you know, I heard that they keep, they treat their wrestlers pretty, pretty respectfully and, they, uh, you know, and pretty good. So, you know, I, I think the thing is, you know, people don't go to New Japan and stay over there for very long is because, you know, the, you know, you're not getting, you get paid, but not as, but not as nice as you would in the WWE and, and, and New Japan isn't the big leagues like, you know, World Wrestling Entertainment, World Wrestling Entertainment, you know, they've upset the floor, you know, like it or hate it, or be in between, doesn't matter. Um, you know, when you go into World Wrestling Entertainment and you're a wrestler, uh, that brought, that broadens your, um, that broadens your, to do other things, like look at John Cena, look at The Miz, look at The Rock, look at Stone Cold, look at all those guys. They've all been in and out of, Hollywood and movies and, and in and out wrestling and commercials and everything. I've not seen any other, and I've been around a long time. I'm 43. So I've not seen any, you know, other promotion do that for their, uh, do that for their wrestlers. Another problem WWE has is they're very selfish and they want their wrestlers to stay within their company. They don't want them to venture out and go to an independent organization and do anything like that, you know, and they don't want them, like we we saw with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar had, you know, pretty much had to beg from what he said, the old man, he calls this but man, uh, to go and venture off and go to uh, UFC and go get Mark Hunt and, you know, he said, I was going through hell trying to get that guy to, you know, let me go over there and fight Mark Hunt. And uh, it's not like it was um, back in the day when me and you, boss, was growing up and listening to it. I mean, watching it, we would see WWE wrestlers all over the place. We'd see them in NWA, AWA, everywhere, you know, and they'd be representing their company and uh, wrestling for other titles and stuff like that which made things interesting. Now everything is just WWE. That's it. There's nothing else. WCW was bought. ECW was bought. That hurt everything. I would never have bought, uh, I would never, I, 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 would, I would, I would see what I could do, you know. Now, now you, like Ric Flair said that, you know, in an interview, you have all these guys when WCW was bought that don't have anywhere to go. You know, and now since Vince has got next, he's got SmackDown, he's got Raw, he's got all this talent, you know, because he's scared that another company may show him up. So he's buying out all this talent. And, you know, there's so much talent, he doesn't know what to do with it. He has no clue what to do with it. That's why it's important for there to be a another company like WCW or something like that. I don't know about you, boss, but I personally, I would want competition. 
you know, I would want to be able to, oh, they're doing that. <laughs> okay. I got you. Now I'm going to do this. I'd want competition. I wouldn't want to be the only person at the, on top of the mountain, sort of say. I would want to, you know, you know, fight. Oh shit. They're beating me in ratings. Let me see. I got to do this and do that. And do that. Oh, now I'm beating them. Oh, they're beating me. That's what makes things interesting. You know, it's supposed to be a competitive sport and now it's not so competitive. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, it seems like to me, WWE, like you said, is getting uh, too comfortable. And uh, when you get too comfortable and you don't have no, you know, competition like WCW, uh, you know, you kind of lose interest, maybe a little bit, a burning passion of uh, giving the fans the best show possible. Because uh, we always, I always believe, and you always believe, that Vince McMahon was all about himself. And that he doesn't care about the fans. It's all about the money. And that seems like that, to me, is what's the bigger uh, issue going on nowadays. Is is it all boils down to how much money we're going to make from this event. And how much money we're going to make it this event. And well, how much money can we make, you know, further on down the road. That seems like the bigger issue whenever you start putting money in front of what you're trying to do for the fans, then you kind of give the fans uh, a show that is not so interesting. And then you have uh, these PG stuff that, to me, is really hurting the product. And when you have uh, a PG era going on right now, that limit limitates uh, limitation of what uh, you know they could really do as far as the fans that we grew up in, they were used to the Attitude Era, and whenever you have the PG stuff going on, like I said, you're just not going to produce the kind of matchups that uh, the fans like you and me loved. So that, to me, I think that's one of the major problems. And then you got the creative team. I think that's uh, the bigger issue going on with the creative team. And uh, I think they should just get rid of all the creative team and start over. But there, I think there is some you know, good things, ideals they do produce because we see some weeks on Raw we get good matches and good ideals, and in some weeks we don't. So, I don't know if that's Vince McMahon in the back canceling that ideal, or, because I heard he's not even in the back anymore, so I think it's, as far as I know, it's just Triple H now, so we're going to have to wait and see. But, uh, what is your thoughts on WWE possibly selling in uh, bringing back the XFL and renaming it, uh, what is your thoughts on that? This man is a snake, number one, because he told us, you remember they mentioned that they stopped the pyro because, you know, he doesn't have the money to use pyro anymore. Okay. All right. You know, I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't believe that because, you know, he is a, he is a billionaire. And, you know, I didn't believe that. Sure enough, time reveals everything, you know, out of nowhere. Oh, I'm selling the WWE, and I'm going to start the football league again. And I'm sitting there going, you just told us you didn't have any money. How are you, how you going to start a football league with no money, dude? You know, that's that's a league. It's not like he bought a, bought a uh a football team. He's by. He is starting a whole league again. Okay, times. Everything has gone up. All right, money has gone up. The price of living has gone up. I can't imagine what he is going to spend on on making his own uh, football league part two again, which would be XFL or whatever the hell he's going to call it. And you know, I also heard that he is going to copyright the name XFL. Okay, if you're not going to use the name XFL, what's the purpose of even copyrighting it? That's just, I know copyright costs money. Why even bother copyrighting it if you're not going to use XFL anymore? I mean, it seems kind of pointless. You know, he's just, I think Vince is at the point to where, I mean, he's older now, he's in the 70s, and he just doesn't know exactly what to do with himself. I, you know, we, we call uh, NXT, we call SmackDown, we, we call Raw. We also call a lot of pay-per-view matches, me and you do together. And I'm pretty sure that when I say this, you feel the same way. 
I think, honestly, and he probably won't do it, he should hand the product over to Triple H because Sting runs SmackDown. He does a pretty decent job. Raw is ran by Zeds or Stephanie, one of them. And it sucks. SmackDown is iffy. Next, NXT is ran by Triple H. Triple, I have not seen a boring NXT show yet. It's always kept me at the edge of my, uh, edge of my uh, seat. I'm always enjoying everything that I'm watching on, on NXT. And some of those guys I, I've never even heard of, you know, and I've never seen. Or, or I'm like, wait a minute, I've I, I seen him or her on, on the independent circuit. Whoa, you here now? This is freaking cool. You know, and, and they're putting on a good show. NXT is ran. That's Triple H. That's ran by that's ran by Hunter, and I think if he hands everything over to Triple H, you know that could possibly sell. Means I mean save the WWE, but unfortunately for us fans, it doesn't look like that's what's going to happen. That he's going to hand it to family. That's what I would do. I would give it to my son, my daughter, people that's been in the family. You saw what happened to WCW when when they. Sold it to a beat owner. <laughs> they, they sold it to, and then they sold it to uh, another guy. They, they sold it to anybody that has money. And um, in fact, Vince McMahon said in an interview, he goes, "Well, WCW, they sold it to anybody that has money, not people that necessarily have any brains about the uh, wrestling business or how to run a wrestling company." Well. Now he's a hypocrite because he's doing the exact same thing that he that he said he that he said was stupid. You know, so you, you can't really trust anything the guy says. How do you feel? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, I think you know Vince McMahon is getting older now. He's in his mid what mid seventies now. I mean, you would think that he would want to retire and you know just give it up and. Um, it's all about, I think, to him, it's just all about the money. And uh, maybe at once upon a time, you know, he actually cared for the business and loved the business. But like like uh, we said, when they have done it so many years like they have done it, and they have done it for many years now, that they have done everything that they could possibly do uh, of matchups that, uh, that we have, you know, that they, at least that fans know about. You know, unless they want to do a pony on a, uh, you know, a unicorn on a ladder or something where they could climb up a ladder and get a unicorn <laughs> or something. I mean, <laughs> I mean they, they've done just about everything there is to do. Unless, like you said, they want to have WrestleMania on the moon or something. I mean, uh, they, <laughs> they're running out of, I guess you would say, ideals. And that's because uh, they don't have no competition. You know, and like I said, they don't really you know have urge to you know they could to do it you know if they could possibly do wrestlemania on the moon i know for a fact that's the man who would fork out the money to do it <laughs> because they would be the first wrestling promotion ever to do something on the moon i know for a fact he would do it i know he would do it I mean, who wouldn't do it so you know he, he would he, he you know he would do something like that and he, he's made jokes about it he goes oh i'm become the first wrestling company to have wrestlemania other in another place other than this world. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And then later on, he was like, the moon would be something special. And I'm like, damn, dude. Um, well, uh, how, how in the world would we get everything up there? How are we going to get the, you know, the fans up there for one? And how are we going to get the stage props and the wrestling ring and the wrestlers? And how are we going to do all that, you know? You're the boss, so you should know how we're going to do everything. I don't know. I, I think the guy, you know, I agree with what you said earlier. I think that at one time he cared, but why the hell would he even give a damn about money anymore? He's made enough. He's not going to be able to take the cash with him when he goes. I hope Vince looks forever, but the sad truth is he's not going to. No one does. So, you know, but... Who's who's gonna? I mean, it's just really scary. It's kind of like, um, you know, I bring up WCW again. You know, when they were going out of business, 
we were all scared because I was more of a WCW guy than I was a WWE guy or WWF guy, even though I did like companies. And I went back and forth just like everybody else. But I watched WCW more because it was more dramatic and it was more real life based. And um, when I heard that the company was going to be sold, I was scared to death because I didn't know who was going to buy it. And, you know, later stages in WCW, they were just handing out tickets. They were just giving tickets away. That's the same thing that's going on with the WWE right now. They, they can't sell out arenas anymore. So, and I'm, I know that you've heard that the WWE has been giving away tickets at events. And not only Raw, SmackDown, but big events like SummerSlam. You know, they do a really good job on TV of photoshopping and, you know, darkening parts of the arena that people don't necessarily look at. I know exactly where to look at now that I just pointed out on YouTube and, and a couple other places that ain't full. And, you know, you could look up there and you could see in the seats, oh, wow, you know, there's a few people up there, but it ain't full. And the announcers will lie and go, we're in a sold-out arena here in Brandon Hills, California, blah, blah, blah. They ain't sold out. They ain't sold out at all. And a lot of the tickets are given are given out to homeless people or just people they see on the street. Hey, you want to see a wrestling event? I mean, you guys think something's really wrong. This is the WWE. They've been on every place in any continent on the earth. You know, they are worldwide. They are popular. They are the most popular wrestling organization on earth and have been for years. And it's really scary when you hear, you hear that they had to start giving away tickets to Lord knows who. That's scary. That's really scary because that means they're gonna, they're gonna, they're starting to turn out like Impact Wrestling is right now. And I know you've heard the stories and a lot of people listening have heard the stories. Impact can't even afford to pay off a lot of the wrestlers. So a lot of them are going to WWE thinking they're gonna get a big payday. A lot of Impact wrestlers right now, like James Storm, Bobby Lashley, a few others, are going to the WWE. We're going to see them sometime within the coming months, sometime within this year. It's a fact. Uh, we also want to talk about uh, USA contract with WWE. is going to be expiring in 2019. Uh, that's something that, uh, that may be a big concern to WWE. Uh, moving forward, if they can't, you know, renegotiate a new deal with USA, where are they going to put their product on? Because there's been rumors and speculations of them possibly putting it on the WWE Network. But you got to wonder how that is going to work because the WWE Network, in my what we've heard, has not been doing as good as they say it is. They, they want to, you know, brag and say, hey, we're doing this and we're doing that. But every report I keep getting on the WWE Network is WWE is taking more and more content off the WWE Network. To me, is not good. If you're taking WWE, if you're taking your content that you have put on there and you're taking it off, how is that supposed to build up your network? That is hurting your network. I don't know if it was over copyright purposes or licensing, whatever the rigmarole, but you would have think that they would have already had that established before they even put it on the network. And I know there are some lawsuits going on that uh, has stopped some of the shows that they were going to uh, put on the network. Like uh, WCW's show that they were going to do uh, about Thursday Night Thunder. Remember that? They were going to put that on the network. They were going to do Sunday Night Heat on the network. But uh, due to the uh, legal issues and uh, being sued, that they had to delay it. That's according to what we have heard. Uh, but like I said, uh, this whole W Network thing is a great for the fans. It's great for you and me. I mean, we can watch every pay-per-view for $9.99. It's great and all that. But at the end of the day, that is costing WWE a lot of money. And in my opinion, if they would have kept it the way they originally had it, where you had to pay $54.99 or whatever it was, that's where you're making more money. And I even heard the WWE superstars are not even getting paid you know, 
more money and they're losing money is what I'm trying to say by it being on the W network. At least that's what I've heard. I've heard the same thing, but the truth of the matter when it comes to the WCW, um, a lot of the shows are not really owned by the WWE. Um, two people come to mind that I know for a fact that owe the own Thunder, the name, the name Thunder, and a lot of the shows that's been on Thunder. One is Eric Bischoff, the other one is Mike Kinney. Because it, uh, Eric, Eric was talking about it. He said, um, it was in a, it was on the uh, WCW Monday Night Wars, WWE Monday Night Wars or something like that. But anyway, he was talking about that, you know, remember I told you about this earlier, he was talking about, wait a minute, I, I bought it, and now they're telling me I don't own it. And he's like, okay, well, what? They called him back. His lawyer called him back and said, okay, well, you know, we'll give you the library. We'll give you the rings. We'll give you all that. But when it comes to the company, you don't own it. Vince McMahon owns the company. Okay, well, if Vince McMahon, he owns the company, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he uh, owns the rights of the show. He doesn't own Thunder. He might own – he does own – Nitro, that's a fact, but he doesn't own Thunder. He doesn't own a lot of WCW uh, pay-per-views either. He got in trouble for showing uh, Halloween Havoc uh, a while ago on the network. Me and a friend of mine, when we were friends, well, we're not friends anymore, but when we were, we were both wrestling fanatics. And me and him would talk, and he, when he saw when he saw that uh, it was a few years ago, when he saw that uh, Vince McMahon was going to do this WWE Network thing and what he's going to put on it and this is what's going to happen and all this other stuff, he looked at me and he laughed. <laughs> and I said, what? It sounds like a good idea. He goes, it's an awesome idea. But he's a freaking fool. And I said, why? He goes, he's going to lose money. You can put your pay-per-view on this product and, and you're only going to charge $9 or, or $10 or a dollar or whatever. Uh, he's going to lose a lot of money. He's a freaking fool. Whoever told him to do this ought to be shot in the head because he is a fool for doing this stuff because no offense to anybody out there, but he's a fool for anybody to do something like this. But he's going to lose money right out of his pocket to be doing something like this. I didn't believe him. I thought it was a genius concept because I was like, you know, whatever, man. People are going crazy. They're going to flock to do this, I mean, to, to, to have this because everybody's going to want to see pay-per-views. Everybody's going to want to see the old wrestling shows and stuff like that. Soon enough, my ex-friend was right, man. You know, here they are. Several years later, um, they're hurting. As long as this, you know, and now this man is in a... Um, He's in a bad he's in a bad way right now because he goes okay well I can cancel the network but if I cancel the network that means I have to put the pay per views back on and that means WrestleMania is going to be sixty to seventy dollars and the rest of the pay per views are going to be forty to forty five to fifty dollars. I know people are going to buy them, but are they going to buy them as much? You know, plus he's he's losing you know he's losing stars all the time. People are getting mad. They're leaving the company. You know, and then he's buying. He's buying all these stars from these these other wrestling companies. And you see as well as I do, he brings a star from like uh Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact, uh anything, any other in, independent wrestling shows. And they're not it's not the same. It's not the same. Like like uh broken the broken hearty gimmick. They've been doing that lately and I have been feeling it, man. I, I thought it was I thought it was awesome when he did it ring up. I thought the Broken Hardy gimmick was awesome when they did it on independent wrestling. I mean, no, I'm sorry, on uh, Impact Wrestling. They do it on WWE. It's just like he just looks like he's on crack. To put it bluntly, he just acts like he's stupid. But what they were doing on Impact Wrestling and what they did on Ring of Honor, it was cool. He just looked, he just looks stupid doing it now. And that just, you know, proves to me that Vince can only use his own characters that he creates. He cannot use characters that are from another company and think that he's going to, um, you know, gain from it because he's not. Look what he did with Goldberg. If I would have, if, if, if I ran WWE and Goldberg just came from WCW, 
I would have gave him the same treatment as I did, as they did when I was in WCW. I would have took that man, I would have, I would have waited for a little bit, and I would have came up with an idea, same thing that they came in WCW. And I was up there, and I looked at Goldberg, and I said, look, it's like this. I'm going to let you be in this company. I don't like you, but I'm going to let you be in this company. But the first time you lose, you're out of here. You got that? I'll give you any shot that you want, but the first time you lose, you're out of here, which means you have to win every single solitary match. Because if you don't, you're out of here, Goldberg. And that's the end of the story. And I would have pushed that man to the moon because when he first came onto the scene in WWE against The Rock, people went crazy. Soon as he, soon as he went to, uh, you get to Triple H in the Elimination Chamber, I thought, I was like, this dude's gonna win. He's gonna get his belt. No. What happened? Evo Evolution cheated. They hit uh, Goldberg in the head. Everybody knows this. Bloody and everything else. And he lost the match. That took the spark out of Goldberg real fast. That lose, that lost the mystique, that lost the magic, and I thought that that hurt Goldberg more than it did uh, help him when he first got to the WWE, and, and that's really sad. They, they should have never let, let the guy lose. Yeah, and let's talk about the current issue that's going on with 205 Live. Uh, now they have allowed Goldust to be part of 205 Live, and he's not even the weight limit for the cruiserweight division, but they're thinking, oh, we got to put Goldust on here because he's going to help sell tickets. And uh, I heard it, it, it even had to cancel one of their 205 Live shows just because they weren't, you know, getting the sales that they needed for the show. Why won't WWE get rid of 205 Live? Because obviously it's not working. And it, it, it was doing, I thought, in what you said as well, I agree, about Neville when he was there. He was really helping 205 Live, and I think 205 Live was doing pretty good then. But now that he's not there, uh, that shows went downhill. And the thing with the Neville situation, they made a, you know, I don't know what happened, all that happened there, but we heard a lot of great rumors and stuff saying that Neville wanted to be champion, heavyweight champion. Well, they wouldn't allow him to be champion, so maybe that's why he left. Uh, we also heard it was over Enzo Amore and Neville getting into it. A lot of different things. Uh, but this is a major concern for WWE. If they cannot, you know, manage their superstars right. And it's obviously poor management, I est my estimation. So WWE's got a lot of problems. Lot, lots and lots of problems. And I think uh, one of their major problems that they're having right now is that uh, they cannot manage their superstars. And uh, they keep getting way too many superstars. Why not use superstars that you already have? You got plenty in NXT that they can bring up still. You know, my opinion is like, why are they bringing in more superstars? And that's only, that's just putting them more in the hole. And with that WWE Network, they need to raise the price on the WWE Network. If they don't raise the price, I say, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to get rid of the WWE Network because it's just, it's just going to put you in a hole. They're going to be bankrupt. I never would have I never would have started the WWE network in the first place ever. And, and you know, you know, let's be honest. Gold Dust, you know, he's fun to watch, not my favorite, but he's not gonna put bucks in seats. Two oh five live is cruiserweights. Alright? Now remember what what Neville said in interviews. He said, and I don't think it's too much to ask for. He wants to be world heavyweight champion. Okay. Ray Mysterio was world world heavyweight champion. He's smaller than Neville what is. Um, you know, other ones that were about Neville size weight, whatever, were world heavyweight champions. You know, why is why is Gold Dust on two oh five live when that's cruiserweight and you know, they won't give they basically told Neville, we're going to give you a chance at the World Heavyweight Championship or the Universal Heavyweight Championship, you know, because you're a cruiserweight. But, okay, we're going to put Gold Dust on 205 Live. That, that to me, just makes you look like a hypocrite. You know, why don't you put Ron Strowman on 205 Live, uh, Kane, 
Brock Lesnar, any any of those Goldberg, Batista, any of those guys on two or five. Like, why don't you have it now? Since it was supposed to be a cruiserweight show, why don't you just go ahead and have it now as just a res- a regular wrestling show like SmackDown and Raw? You know, since you're gonna put Goldust over there, he's way over the um, weight limit for two or five lives. Well, I think the the main issue there is uh, Cedric Alexander, um, not Cedric Alexander, but uh, Rich Swan. My bad. Rich Swan got himself in trouble with the law, and uh, that's what happened. Is they had to lay him off. Uh, release him or whatever they did. Uh, we do know they suspended him for sure. Uh, but his whole issue that he got in trouble with, they had to find somebody else to replace him. And so I guess they, apparently they couldn't find somebody to replace him, so they just picked Goldust so somebody could fill in. Uh, and also, you know, I wanted to point this out uh, with the W Network. Uh, the reason why people, are, in my opinion, are not subscribing to the WWE Network is the fact that you can go online and watch all that WWE content for free online. There's different sites and maybe illegal sites, whatever, but people have a way to watch it for free, pay-per-views, everything. And another thing that I think is hurting WWE is they got their YouTube channel, and you can pretty much go back and watch uh, almost everything on their YouTube channel. So, I mean... I really don't see how that, you know, WWE's really not thinking about that. And also, I think here's another sign that WWE's hurting is here recently they announced that they're going to do something on Facebook, live wrestling on Facebook, something I think they stole the idea from me and Tyson, quite frankly, putting wrestling on Facebook, which we did for, I think, quite a few years on Facebook, at least a couple of years before that Facebook finally sh- shut us down or whoever reported us. But uh, anyway, they're going to do uh, a mixed match challenge on Facebook starting, it uh, looks like, the 16th. And uh, I think, you know, this is something that's been done before, I, I mean, as far as mixed match challenge, but I heard it's going to be for charity, and that's real nice and all that. Uh, but if there's a sign right there, if they're going to be putting stuff on Facebook, they are really getting desperate to, to get some kind of fan base. Uh, what, what do you think? Well, you know, now they're listening to other people's ideas and, and, and just, you know, like you just said, they, they took our idea. I, I remember when, oh, it was one of us that was talking about that. And, 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 and now, I think it was you. And now they're, uh, you know, now they're putting that on Facebook, you know, so obviously someone's listening to us, you know, um, it's, it's a good idea, but yeah, they're struggling. Okay. You're a multi-billion dollar business and you want to use Facebook now. There's so many sites like you pointed out that, um, you know, that give away free, free wrestling, WWE, doesn't matter what it is. YouTube, I can go on YouTube right now and watch a whole episode of Raw, SmackDown. Doesn't matter what year. Um, Nitro, SmackDown, um, Thunder, um, anything. I, I gotta do is just type it up and I'll find all kinds of stuff. You know, so I don't understand, you know, what the WWE's issue is or what their problem is or who's running it. I, I, I think which problem is, is they got a whole bunch of leaders and no followers, if you know what I mean. Vince is saying, it, let's do this this way, and pushes the envelope, and Triple H does it, and then Shane does it, and then Stephanie does it, then Linda does it. There's not one person that says, we're going to do things this way, and that's it. You know, you do things that way, and that's it. And that, that's the end of the story. There's no, you know... There's no other ground. You know, now you got five, six different people running the company, and they're all doing things um, different ways. And it's it's not only um, confusing the fans, but it's confusing the people that the officials and everybody else that's running the company. And I have a friend of mine that I introduced you to on, on, on YouTube that knows a lot of stuff. And... 
he told me he goes, I, I can't, I can't really see WWE. He goes, I know it's always going to be around, but I can't see it as, as it being as powerful as it is right now in 2030. I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, 2030 ain't too far away. It may sound like it's a lot, long time away. It's not. I mean, we're already 2018. He goes, it's not that far away. He goes, they're losing so much money. And he goes, and here's the reason why. They've got, they're, they're paying all this talent. Because Vince McMahon is scared to death to get any kind of, to get some sort of competition to go against um, the WWE right now. Can you imagine w, something like WCW going against the WWE right now as weak as it is with this PG crap going on? That is the PG thing that's going on right now with WWE is the worst thing that Vince McMahon let happen. If my wife came to me and told me, and I love my girlfriend at the house, but if she told me and we ran a wrestling company, we're going to make PG so I can I can make office. I'm going to tell her to go to hell. You're not going to. I'm not going to do any of that because it's going to chase the fans away. And it's going to take money out of our pockets, and it's going to hurt the product, and we're going to start struggling. There's no way in hell that I'm going to make it Mickey Mouse like it is right now. There's no – they don't make any damn sense. It's like, you know, let's say me and you're in a steel cage, boss. Okay, you take my head and you throw it up against the uh, hell in the cell, and you rub it, okay, and then you let me go. You're going to expect to see some blood, okay? You just ran my head into the freaking steel cage. There better be some blood. Not nowadays. Nowadays, you don't see any of that. Back in the uh, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, you would have saw that because it made sense. Maybe props or whatever you want to call it, but it still made sense. And people liked it, so therefore they bought into the product. Now it's so Mr. Roger Disney-ish, people are like, they're laughing at it. You know, you know what's really funny? This is hilarious. All right, listen to this. Remember the, the remember WWE wants to put a a stop to the bullying. Remember that crap? But they do it on TV. That's how that that's how uh, they're big hypocrites. <laughs> they do it on TV. What does the Shield do when they first popped up on the scene? They were bullying people. What's Brock Lesnar do? He bullies people. Braun Strowman, all of them guys, they bully each other. But you're going to go on a on a, a campaign. You're against violence, and you're 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 against bullying people and all this other stuff. But yet you do it on television. That makes you a hypocrite, does it not? Yeah, I totally agree with you, one hundred percent. Let's talk about the issues that they have with their superstars that they got that are not getting pushed, like Finn Balor, a guy who I think is absolutely an amazing superstar and for whatever reason they won't give him uh, the rematch that he deserved for the Universal Championship against whoever the champion is. Right now it's Brock Lesnar. Uh, but he never lost it. He lost it due to an injury. And that is the same scenario happened with Seth Rollins where they won't give him the rematch uh, for the Universal Championship either. Uh, and why are they, you know, making Brock Lesnar the universal champion when he's only a part-timer? You know, that, to me, I think is a big issue. I mean, because you don't... The, if you're trying to build up a championship, like a universal championship, and make a name out of it, and, and, and especially when it's a new championship, you would think you want that championship to be on your show every time it comes on the air. And when when do we see the championship? Not very often. And I understand they're trying to make something spectacular, Brock Lesnar. So, you know, I understand the concept of what they're trying to do with Brock Lesnar. Whenever he shows up, it's something special. We get that. But when you're making him champion, you would think uh, you would want to put on somebody where you can see that, you know, championship being defended. So that, to me, I think is a big issue right there. Uh, and then they have a great superstar like Neville, and they, they seem like they lost... Uh, a great guy there, and they wouldn't, you know, listen to their superstars. We do know there's a lot of, you know, backstage heat going on with their superstars, they say, with Enzo More, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, where they were threatening to get rid of them and stuff, and 
and now we're hearing that they're okay again, and uh, it's just it's just like a bunch of Facebook drama. You ever been on you know Facebook and that where they have a lot of drama? Well, that seems like what the issues that they're having, and if they and it all comes back down to what I was saying, is the management. They it's just poor management, and if they don't get that under control. Uh, they're going to be losing superstars. In 2018, have you heard that they're going to be losing uh, quite a few superstars? Which teams have you heard that they're going to be losing in 2018? Oh, oh, oh. The, the list goes on forever. Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles, uh, uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, let me see here. Uh, damn, who else was there? There was like 10, 15 of them that I heard that might lose. And... You know, I, you know, everybody knows I'm a Lesnar fan, love the guy to death, but Jesus, I, I would, I would, I would never have made the guy universal champion, nothing like that, ever. I would never make a part-timer universal champion, ever. That, that, that's a, that's a dumbass mistake because, I mean, you know, everybody tunes in to see the champ. You know, am I wrong? No. Everybody wants to see the champ. You know, and, you know, when the champion isn't there on the product, well, it doesn't make the championship, uh, you know, that special. And, you know, no one has gotten a rematch for the Universal title ever. Yes, they want to stir and they want to say, oh, we want to make Brock Lesnar special. You know, the guy is already special. He's a, he's a, he's a collegiate. He's a collegiate champion, a New Japan World Champion. He's a WWF champion, a WWE champion, a USC champion. A he beat the uh, Undertaker streak, um, the first ever uh, youngest undisputed WWE champion. That before uh, Randy, you know, took that you know title from him, but still he was the first. You know, he's already special. Um, he's a universal heavyweight champion. I mean, there's nothing that the guy has not done. What do you mean you want to take the guy and make him special? You serious? He's already special. He's one of the most recognizable athletes on this planet. There's not any place you can go, not say Brock Lesnar, people know who he is. Everybody knows who he is. So he's already special. You don't need to make him any more um, special than what he already is. It's just ridiculous that they're going to make a part. I, I never liked that they made part timers, uh, world champions or universal champions or whatever. And I get in arguments over, uh, with people about that and they get mad and I go, look, I'm, I'm not defending Brock, but the truth of the matter is, um, he's, he's not the boss. Okay. He doesn't run the, the WWE. You, you want to blame somebody for his schedule? You blame Vince. He, he's, he's the one that, that, that writes the contracts. He's the one that, 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 that signs the, the checks. He's the one that, that says, yes, I want you to do this, this, this. Okay, when his contract is up, Brock comes into to Vince's office. And Vince says, I want you to do this, this, and these are the dates of Lesnar. And Lesnar says, ah, I feel like doing 10 this time, and I want you to give me double the pay that I had last time. Well, if Vince agrees to that, then Lesnar gets it. All Vince has got to do is say no. If this is up to me, I'd say, you know what, you want to go, go to UFC, you're threatening me to leave, and you want to go to UFC so bad, love you to death, brother. Go. See ya. You could be replaced. You see that man right there? His name is Braun Strowman, monster among men. He's got, he's putting butts in seats right now. Have you heard the pop he made for last time he was on Raw? The fans went the nest for him. I'm going to make him my next big star. He's going to have your Universal Heavyweight Championship, and you're going to lose it to him. So if you don't lose it to him, you walk out, I'll hold a, 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 I'll hold a tournament for the Universal Championship, and I'll have him in it, and he's going to win it. You don't like it? See you out the door, man. Bye. Because I, I can always replace you with somebody else. They act like that they're scared to death to lose Lesnar or lose whoever. To me, everybody's replaceable. Everybody's replaceable, including Brock Lesnar. I mean, look at Braun Strowman. Love Lesnar to death, but Braun Strowman is damn near seven feet tall. 
quicker than a cat, agile as a cat, strong, loves the fans. You saw how he reacted to the fans and how they reacted to him last week on Raw Boss. They loved him, and he loved them, too. And the guy was working sick. That's how much that man loves the business. He was working sick. I think he had the flu or something like that. Yeah, that's what I heard. He was working ill. He was not feeling well. What did he do? Because he wanted to be there and because he wanted to be in front of the fans and because he wanted to see everybody, he worked sick. That tells you a lot about him. A lot of them superstars won't even show up sick. They won't even show up if they had a, 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 a their pinky was broken or, or, or they had a, you know, a thumbnail or something like that broken. Yeah, that just tells you how a man feels about the business. He loves the business. You know, so therefore, I think, I know he would be a great, very hero face, world heavyweight champion or universal heavyweight champion. Take your pick. I think he would be awesome. The hell of Roman Reigns. You know, they, they've shoved Roman Reigns down our throats for what? Almost six years now? He's not working. They gave him every single title that you could possibly want within five to six years. He's beaten everybody that you can think of. That's anyone. And no one gives a shit about the guy. Braun Strowman deserves that glory. Not Roman Reigns. You give Roman Reigns, you, 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 you give Braun Strowman that title. That's what I would do. Okay. Well, here's a, another interesting story that is another hint or sign possibly that WWE is getting desperate here. That now they're going to do their Royal Rumble. They're going to do their first ever all women Royal Rumble match. Now we've been watching WWE for years. They've never done an all women's Royal Rumble. They never, uh, for many years, they never did the first ever Hell in a Cell, the first women's Money in the Bank. That's to me is a, is a sign that there is danger or there's uh, they're in jeopardy of losing. You know, th- to me that's just another sign that shows that WWE is having problems getting fans. And now they think that by doing the all-women's Royal Rumble, now this is going to sell out the tickets for the Royal Rumble. Everybody's going to want to tune in. It's going to be spectacular. It's going to be special. And what about that latest rumor you heard about Roman Reigns winning the Royal Rumble? How is that supposed to work for the Royal Rumble? I mean, that, the guy, they can't stand the guy, especially he's the guy who ended the Undertaker uh, career, So supposedly they say. But now we're hearing the Undertaker... Possibly could have it in our match at WrestleMania, but uh, we'll see what happens with that. And then, uh, one of the things I wanted to point out is this 25th anniversary. Uh, they're going to have it in two different stadiums. Now, it seems like WWE's kind of going a little bit extreme, a little overboard there. Why not have it all in the same arena? It seems like to me they are really getting desperate on trying to get ticket sales or something there. Roman Reigns winning the Royal Rumble is a huge-ass mistake. And I'm pretty sure you being a Roman Reigns guy, well, you may be a fan of that. In fact, I know you're not a fan of that. You told me you're not a fan of that. And you think like I do when you when I said that, you know, they should let somebody else get it and, and run with it. That's what I think. Get the ball to someone else and let them run with it. Man, why are you putting – why are they – see, they put so many favorites. They pick favorites. They pick favorites. If you ever watch the video, the Monday Night Wars, this man was sitting there going, oh, they picked favorites. And when you pick favorites, well, that's when your company starts going down. When you get the belt to one guy and let him run with it and, and let him do whatever he wants and don't share the wealth, so to speak, well, you know, your company starts going down. Well, Vince is doing exactly what he preached about, uh, preached against, on that video, he's giving that belt to Roman Reigns, and he's letting him do whatever the hell he wants. He, he's picked favorites. Roman Reigns is his favorite. So, you know, he's doing exactly, he's a hypocrite. He's doing exactly what he said that he was against. And Vince McMahon wants to argue with me about that. That's great, because I can go out, buy the video, and point out to it where he said it, when he said it. It's him. He said it right on camera. That's the man. So, you know, <laughs> you know, why not give it to somebody else that's more deserving? Like, um, I don't know, 
You want some young and upcoming talent? Okay, give it to Alistair Black. Give it to uh, uh, Adam Cole. Give it to uh, Braun Strowman. Give it to... Uh, I could think of a bunch of guys for them to run it with. And to add on to what you were talking about, that they want to do a first-ever woman's Royal Rumble. Okay, if they're not running out, out of ideas... Why didn't they do this years ago? You know, they're starting to repeat themselves now and make and doing it for the women, just like they did it for the men. I think it's great what they're doing for the women. They're trying to make it, you know, equal, but still, they're running out of ideas because you know, okay, we're gonna have a first ever World Rumble for women. I also heard that they're going to do a first ever Elimination Chamber for the women. So now they're copying themselves. Because they're, they don't have any new ideas. If it was up to me, I would get rid of all the writers and I'd hire some new ones. Marilyn Eric Bischoff was there, the Elimination Chamber. That was an incredible idea. That's his, that was his, that was his idea. I would call Eric <laughs> and say, hey man, you know, um, I get X amount of dollars. Uh, we're kind of struggling right now. Um, how about you come aboard and be one of the writers and, um, you know, help me out with my product? Because Eric is one of those smart guys in the business. He came out with a lot of great ideas. He came out with great ideas when he was running, when he was helping running TNA. He just didn't have the star power to gain any interest for the product. He, he had star power, but it was these guys that's, what, and they're like 50s or 60s, whatever, like Hogan and Hall Nash and Flair and all them. You know, people lost interest in that. But, you know, if they had, he had the star power that WWE does right now. You know, those ideas that he had when he was in TNA probably would have worked. He just didn't have the big, young star power that they do in the WWE. And they had way, way too much Way too much talent. Um, what did we learn when the NWO was in faction? And they were the big thing. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. You had Hall, Nash, Hogan. Then you had Bret Hart coming in. Then you had all these guys coming in. What happened? It fell apart. Why? Because there was too many leaders. You had all these egos in one group, and it blew up because they turned against each other because... They, they, one person wanted to do it their way, the other person wanted to do it their way, and that's what's going on in the WWE. You have too many leaders. You have Vince, Linda, Shane, Stephanie, and you have Triple H. You don't have one or two leaders. You have five leaders, and that's what's going on. Because, you know, one guy's saying, I'm going to do it this way, another guy's saying, I'm going to do it this way. But this that man's heart is not in the WWE or anymore. His heart is in XFL or whatever. Now, WWE's contract for for USA is coming to an end. It's going bye-bye. I heard Vince has been in, you know, I heard what you said, put it on the network. Okay, well, you're going to lose viewership that way because not everybody has bought the network. All right. I also heard that he may go to the Fox channel and run Raw and SmackDown over there, but no one's really sure yet. Well, here's another sign that WWE's having problems, uh, especially with the WWE Network. When they, uh, I heard that they're going to give the WWE Network for three months for 99, 99 cents, instead of 9.99, only 99 cents for three months. And for a long time, they were just giving the network away one uh, trial for free, you get one month free, giving the WWE Network away like hotcakes, that's a huge red flag to me that WWE is having problems. And, like I said, I don't know why they won't get rid of the WWE Network. Obviously, Vince McMahon, uh, he thinks this is a genius idea. Oh, we're going to make uh, WWE Network, this is the, the next generation, is something that's never been done before. Well, I got news for Vince McMahon. This, he, if it's, uh, it's again, all he's doing, Tyson, is keeping up with the times. Because now, nowadays, it's all about social media. 
and that's probably the reason why they decided to start doing something on Facebook. And I wouldn't be surprised, Tyson, if they become WrestleMania time, they don't do some kind of kickstart match on Facebook as well. I mean, they uh, seem to think now this is how they're going to fix their problem. By doing Facebook, they're going to gain more uh, popularity now, and they're going to because you really do. And Facebook is really a genius idea because you get people from all over the world, uh, everywhere, all over the globe. And they seem to think if they do this, they're going to gain back their popularity, going to sell out more tickets now. People are going to start coming back and want to tune in more, and they're going to. They, 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 I think they really think that's going to fix their problem, but that's not. That's not going to fix the problem either. It, it all boils down uh, to uh, building up good matchups. And fans, to me, I think, are really getting tired of the same matchups over and over and over and over. And the same thing, giving the pushes to the superstars to the same guy over and over and over. And fans get tired of it. And there's, there's only so many times you can watch one match, you know, 50,000 times, and then you're going to say, I'm, gonna, I'm tired of this, I'm bored of this. And they just seem like, like I think it all boils down to what Vince McMahon likes and what Vince McMahon likes. And this may be offensive to some people, but the truth hurts is Vince McMahon likes big sweaty men. You know that, Tyson. I know that. <laughs> and that seems to be the problem. The problem is Vince McMahon. And, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 he's a joke, and he's turned his company into a joke. And all his characters, uh, he's turned into mean? a joke as well. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Who, who's the champion? I mean, gosh, AJ Styles. Is there anyone that's not champion that's big and sweaty? <laughs> Everybody in the world that's held that belt's been big and sweaty. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Even on SmackDown, before AJ Styles gained it back, you had who? Jinder Mahal, big and sweaty and muscled and roided up. It's the truth. I think the WWE Network is an absolutely incredible idea. The problem is, I would have never put the pay-per-views on there. I would have never did that. I, I would have, I would have I did everything else. Raw, SmackDown, Next, and... The pay-per-views, I would have not put on there. Everything else, I would have, I, I would have, you know, I would have had, you know, do it the, 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 the usual way. You know, you had the pay-per-view. You had to pay for it. But, you know, as for everything, like, next and stuff like that, that would have been on TV. Uh, the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, you'd have to pay-per-view that. That would not be on the, the WWE Network. Um, anything like the WWE Network, I mean, it would be like the old school stuff like WCW, NWA, uh, and, and, and the old WWS stuff. And, you know, and then I would have the shows on there like the Divas and, you know, the, the Florida table and stuff like that. But I, I would have never, ever in my life put, um, the pay-per-views on there. I would never put Raw on there. I would never put SmackDown. I would never put Next on there. I'd had all that on television. Well, here's my thing with the WWE Network. You know, they could have uh, made the pay-per-views available on the WWE Network, but make it where you have to get the next level subscription on the WWE Network. Like, let's say, the $9.99 gets you the weekly shows on there and all the other content on there. And let's say the pay-per-views, you're going to have to pay uh, $12.99 or $16.99 or however much more it is to get the pay-per-views. Uh, that my idea might work, but like you said, uh, they uh, they they really thought by putting the pay per views on there that was going to be their saving grace for the network. Everybody's going to sign up because you get to see the pay per view for nine ninety nine a month for free and all the other shit. Well, I think what really boils down to it, the people that do have the W network and paying nine ninety nine. All the fans are really watching is that pay-per-view of the month, and I'm pretty much one of them. I mean, I check out a few shows here and there on the W Network, but what really is wrong with the W Network is when they start a show, then the next season comes around, and they end up canceling the show, and they don't keep it going. And uh, they were talking about they're going to have a game show on there. That never happened. 
They keep saying, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that with the network, we're going to add more collections, and then the next thing you know, we've learned that they took three of the collections that they had on there off the network. So if you're taking content away from the network, and then you promised fans that we was going to have a UK weekly show on the network uh, for the UK talent, that's never happened. So, I mean, the fans are going to, you're going to start losing fan base like that. If you promise fans to do something, you got to be a man of your word or a woman of your word. Uh, and do it. Yeah, you know, I, I absolutely 100% agree with you. I mean, you know, and, and, and when was the last time that, you know, Vince or anybody in the WWE was, you know, a person of their word? I, I can't remember because every year you hear, you know, Triple H saying, oh, we're going to do something special for Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, and what happens? It doesn't happen. You know, people believe it, and, you know, Sooner or later, you know, it's like I said before, you lie so damn much, you know, people just, you know, it's like the old story, cry wolf, little boy that cried wolf, you know, you're going to keep crying wolf, you're going to keep crying, you're going to keep saying this is going to happen, this is going to happen, that's going to happen, and then soon enough, no one's going to watch, no one's going to care, and then your product is is just going to go straight to hell, and, um, I'm sorry, but that that's that's exactly what's going to happen, and that's what seems is, is, is going to happen. And they're going as great and mighty and wonderful as the WWE is. They can go out of business. I don't care how big you are. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care. I just don't care. You can go out of business. I don't care who you are. You know, the fans are what make the product. And Vince McMahon either doesn't care or has forgot about all that. I don't know how the hell he forgot about all of it. But he obviously just doesn't give a shit. So, you know, the best thing for the fans, I think, to do, and they should do, is just go and if they love wrestling like me and you do, and I'm pretty sure that they do, is they ought to go and they ought to do what me and you do, and that is take an adventure and, and go on YouTube or whatever and look at the different wrestling organizations, type up indie wrestling, and look and see what you like on there. There's a whole bunch of uh, indie wrestlers on there that are just absolutely fantastic, like, um, you know, like Game Changer Wrestling. That is off the hook crazy. If you're a fan of, of ECW or whatever, please, Please try Game Changer Wrestling. I, I guarantee you, you'll you'll laugh at the next time you see ECW because it, it, it puts ECW under the bridge. Um, if you're not into that, there's Hog Wrestling. There's all kinds of other indie shows that you can put your interest into. It doesn't have to be um, WWE. And that's what it's going to have to take. I mean, you know, you've got to make the boss, which is this, but man, listen, you're going to have to take your interest elsewhere and start watching other shows and just go away from the WWE and then maybe once in a while come back and see if things have changed, if they haven't changed, and go back to, you know, watching whatever, but, you know, it's not going to change. This is what, I mean, because Vince is enjoying this because he's the only major big company right now so, therefore, he's not given any care whatsoever about what we like, about what we care about, about what we love, about what we enjoy to see on television. And actions speak louder than words. And what I'm saying is the absolute truth. He does not give a shit what you think about the product, and his actions right now is proving it. Well, Tyson, I think we covered quite a bit of ground here today, uh, speaking our minds, and uh, we always like to know from the fan base, so uh, maybe in a few weeks when we get some more listeners listening in, maybe if they want to call in, and uh, we'll set up a, a fan line number where the fans can call in, and we'll talk with the fans. Uh, there's a lot of great things that me and Tyson are going to hopefully do here on this new uh, podcast uh, channel here. Uh, Tyson, uh, your final thoughts uh, before we wrap this up. I hope the WWE goes back to the old days of WWF, but that is, you know, that that's asking a lot probably. You know, I miss the old days. I know you do. 
Um, I hope things get better. I hope everybody has a beautiful uh, New Year's. I hope, I hope you guys, you know, if you're jobless, I hope you find a great job. Um, I know things are hard out there right now. Don't think that you're the only ones because we all go through the struggle, myself included, boss as well. You know, um, God bless you and your families, and I hope you guys have an incredible, awesome, positive New Year. Okay, and me and Tyson will be back on here uh, hopefully next weekend or whatever we decide to do another podcast for you guys. Uh, so make sure you, that you follow us here uh, and come a part of the family here. Become part of the club. And I am the Boss King Chase Carter along with Tyson the Butcher signing off. We'll see you next time for another exciting podcast.